Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We do this every day. I'm Pat Mulroy, supervisor of the World of Learning Institute. The World of Learning Institute provides virtual courses in world languages, calculus, and chemistry when it's difficult for a school or district to find a teacher. We are here today to talk to you about what we do every day that makes virtual learning authentic, relevant, and engaging. And if you'd like more information, you can contact me at P. Mulroy, that's P-M-U-L-R-O-Y, at worldoflearninginstitute.com for more information. So everybody, I am so excited because Chinese New Year just began uh, yesterday, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So um, we're very excited because two of our teachers, um, Yinfeng Jeffers and Vivi Tang, are here with us to talk about how they are infusing uh, the cultural aspects of Chinese New Year into their classrooms of students that they're teaching. Um, and at this time, too, I also want to just offer up that they're... Um, Unfortunately, during the celebration of Chinese New Year have been some, there's been some violence. And, you know, we're always sad when we hear about violence um, in communities of people of different cultures and different ethnicities. And um, I feel like the world of language, one of the reasons we exist is to try and bring those different cultures and ethnicities to the forefront so that people can be aware and see the humanity in all of us, even though we're different because we all have different traditions and different um, ways that we celebrate the world. And I'm super excited today to hear about the happy celebrations that happen in um, the Chinese culture. And both of you have um, probably traditions of your own that we're going to hear about today. So I'm very excited. And also today we have Lauren McMahon. Many of you have been with Lauren before. Um, so we're all going to just, for those of you who are with us for the first time, we're going to do some brief introductions and we're going to start um, with Vivi and Yin Feng. And we'd like you just to tell us a little bit about yourself and um, about your role at the World of Learning Institute and why you like teaching with us. So Vivi, do you want to start off? Okay, I can start. So hi, hello, Pat, Laura, and uh, Yo Lao Shi. Hello, everyone. My name is Vivi Tang, and uh, my student call me Tang Lao Shi, which means teacher Tang, because Tang is my family name. So um, I've been teaching Chinese for more than a decade. When I was in China, I taught foreign expat business Chinese. And when I moved to US, in U.S., I taught Chinese to students in public school and a charter school. I enjoy sharing my language and my culture with others. So I think being a Chinese teacher allows me to do all the things I like. And also as a stay-at-home mom right now with three little kids, uh, I'm really thankful for Word of Learning provide me with an excellent opportunity to teach Chinese online while I'm able to stay home with my three kids. Oh, thank you so much. We're so excited. We want to hear a little bit later. I know you brought your daughter to a celebration, so we want to hear yes. about that a yes. little bit later. And she was really happy and excited too. That's awesome. So great. And how about you, Yin Feng? Let's hear a little bit about you. Hi, Tag, Lauren, and Tang Lao Shi. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's happy to have me. Uh, this is my second time here. 
So my name is Infang Jeffers, and the same things the teacher call me Yu Lao Shi is a teacher Yu because Yu is my maiden names. So this is my third year with the、uh, World of the Learning Language,、uh, World of the Learning Institute,、uh, teaching Chinese. I learned the WOL was when I help a high school, uh, high school as a facilitators to supervise students during the online German one and two classes. So at the time, I was impressed about that the online teaching and the learning. So when I start online, that、uh, teaching joined the WOL, I realized this is the right place. This is the place for me to grow and contribute. So this is not only because of the all the WOLs, the college who provide me fully supports and resources. But the most important things is that this is the place for me to serve and gain my teaching experience in a different setting with a diverse student population. Because we have a different middle school, high school, even the local students. So it's brought my eyes. So I enjoyed it.、Mm, we enjoy you too. And I feel like this is just this is Lauren here, and、um, I help support the Chinese. Team and I just want to lift up the their just lovely personalities. <laughs>、um, you know, you guys are just such a warm presence, and、um, the students are really lucky to have you. I know that we have、um, Chinese Yingfang. How many schools are you teaching right now? Would you say how many different ones? Oh, I cannot count it. Five or six, yeah, <laughs> at least. Like that, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and Vivi, you're in you're in a couple schools this year. Yeah, yeah. I teach in two. That's so great. So I feel like the Chinese is、uh, program is growing. Our reach is getting bigger, and、um, the students are so lucky to interact with you because you're both so lovely. Thank and, you. And yeah, yeah, of course.、Um, and I think something that I see a lot of is、um, the culture that you bring to your classroom.、Um, and with it being the new year, is there anything that you want to share about what happens in the year of the rabbit, which is really exciting? To, if you could tell us more about what that means、um, for those of us who don't celebrate the Chinese New Year, and、um, maybe we can talk a little bit later about how what you're going to do with your students about it. Okay, I know that this is very hot topics about the name or the Chinese New Year first, because I know some people will say Happy Chinese New Year, but some people say no. Correct me. That is said Lunar New Year. So no matter Chinese New Year or the Spring Festival is one of the traditional holidays in China and Taiwan, and because of due to the immigration and the cultural influences, so the separation spreads to world worldwide, such as the Korean, Vietnam, and other major cities like San Francisco and that's、uh, New York, right? So, so where is as long as have a large population of the Chinese, still definitely the culture will be there. So that means the Chinese New Year is not only for Chinese people to celebrate, but also for other countries that I mentioned. So that that's why some people prefer to say that Happy Lunar New Year. So no matter what the name you call it, but the most important thing is the Chinese New Year becomes the most important holidays, and also the traditional holidays. So let's talk about why is a rabbit and a cat, right? So that is a very interesting. And so according the Chinese,、uh, we have a twelve zodiacs order. So we have the first is start from the rabbit, and then. The rabbit will be the number four, 
number four. And then you can uh, do some search about these uh, 12 animals. So each animals that according that uh, the Chinese we call Tiangan, Dizhi, and Wuxin. So the means is kind of like a Chinese uh, that's a very ancient, that's uh, like earthly branches, the sensors or the animals. So each year, the zodiac will be present different things. So for example, this year, 2023, so this rabbit is in, is a water and the black rabbit. So we call Kui Mao. So that is interesting to learn about that. And each year that after 20 years will be like a circulation. So each year will be a different fortune, different that uh, bring you something different kind of luck for that one. So um, talking about why this year in Vietnam is the cat. So they have a lot of the uh, different explanation. So, but the one I feel very interesting is because that rabbit, another name in Chinese, we call Mao. So that is means the rabbit. But the Mao is sounds like a meow, meow, and also sounds like a cat sounds in Chinese, Mao. So that's why, probably because of the Vietnamese, they are misunderstood and then take that one as the cat. But another saying that because the Vietnamese, most of they are the farmer, so um, they are very under the cat instead of the rabbit and the buffalo instead of the ox. So that is a little bit slight different, but all is almost the same as I said that. And so the rabbit for this year, the rabbit in China is represents as the moon. That means the ancient Chinese believed there was a rabbit in the moon. So and we know it's probably not, right? So who knows? However, that when we using that the jack rabbits to describe the year of the rabbit. So the sign of the rabbit, thinking about that lovely and cute rabbits, is a symbol of peace, prosperity longevity. So I think this year for me will be a very good year. And I believe for everyone, the same things. Peace. We all could use some of that. <laughs> so if I understand correctly, you have the, it's yin water black rabbit. So the year of the rabbit comes around through the 12, it goes in order, but then the, the elements change. So it's not yes. always a water rabbit. It could be no. something different. Okay. Yes. That's interesting. So yeah, so they have a 13, they have a, a 12 and a 60. So that is kind of like a matchup. So it's a very interesting to learn when I show that to the student, how did you calculate what year will be and what's your fortune that year and so on. Oh, and sometimes okay. it's a very interesting when you have a baby, if you want to have the rabbit baby, right? So someone will hold it on, <laughs> don't come out. <laughs> it's a very interesting. Uh, interesting. That's kind of like a, a New Year's baby in the US. You want to be the first baby born. You know, sometimes people think about that. But it's so interesting, um, you know, just to hear all those different, um, I mean, there's so many factors that go into it. You have the zodiac, um, you have the elements, you know, that you mm -hmm. talked about the water, um, you know, and then the lucky things that go along with it, in addition to, you know, like kind of those pronunciations and that the different, you know, other Asian cultures that have, you know, brought these traditions from the ancient times, you know, 
it's so interesting. So Vivi, like from your perspective, you know, growing up in, you know, in the Asian culture, can you just tell us a little bit of, a little bit more like, you know, maybe expand on like, yeah, like, I'd love to know more about the Zodiac. I'd love to know a little bit more about, you know, some of those, you know, the different elements, like, and what could some of the combinations of those elements be to create, you know, a different meaning for every year? So like um show already talked about the zodiac and how the zodiac come from and how like uh this year is rabbit, no like a tiger or no whatever. So for that part, so I'm not going to talk about the ancient legend part anymore. So I'm going to talk about like uh how we celebrate and how many days or like a what what we are going to celebrate with the Chinese New Year. So it's like a, the modern part, like uh, for people who are interested in about like if I'm interesting to celebrate Chinese New Year, how how can I do it? So like a celebration of Chinese New Year traditionally actually lasted for 16 days. Sorry, 16 days. So we started with the Chinese New Year Eve. So it's kind of like when we are celebrating the New Year Eve. So we start with New Year Eve and then to the Lantern Festival. So the Lantern Festival is the ended the 15th day of Chinese New Year. So people, mostly the adults who's working, they always have the seven days public holidays. Wow. So like the first seven days, they're going to take off. But for the students and teachers will be a little bit different because this is the winter winter break. So oh. they normally will like uh, have one month break. So for the winter break. So for the date of the Chinese New Year, always different. Every year are different because determined by the lunar Chinese lunar calendar. So they, the day changes every year, but it always somehow is in the period January 20th to February 20th, that time. This year, the day was Saturday, January 21st was the Chinese New Year Eve. So yesterday was the first day of Chinese New Year. And Chinese New Year Eve is the most important time in China mainland. Uh, I'm not sure. I think Taiwan's the same, right? Chinese New Year Eve. Yes, well, I'm from people... Taiwan, so Taiwan is exactly the same. Yeah. So it's the most important day for celebration Chinese New Year because for the Chinese New Year New Year's Eve dinner is called a reunion dinner. So all the people in your family. Wherever they are, people must be expecting they're going home and celebrate to the festival together. I love that. I love so the it's name. It's kind of, of like uh, Thanksgiving you. here. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, no matter what you're doing, okay, you take off. So you're coming home and we are going to reunion and gather together, have a dinner together. So like uh, we are having dinner with a lot of food. Mostly my parents or my grandparents, they always cook like uh, 10 dishes or 12 dishes together. And then we are eating together. And after dinner, we watch Spring Festival Gala, like uh, together on TV. It's a last about like a four and a half hours, I believe. Wow. And uh, at 12 a.m., it's kind of like a New Year countdown. We will just count down. So it's not like a, just like a, maybe like a, we're going somewhere to see the fireworks. It's like a, everywhere and every family will buy a lot of firecrackers and the fireworks. 
you were just like set off. So <laughs> at 12 o'clock, you will just like hear all loud noises of the firecrackers and the fireworks. Even sometimes maybe you want to call other relatives who are far, far away or you want to call your family or your friends say, Happy New Year. You have to like uh, catch up maybe a little bit ahead before 12 a.m. because you won't hear anything because of all the firecrackers. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you yes, have to plan ahead. <laughs> because you have to plan ahead because it will be too yeah. loud. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, that that that's the Chinese New Year Eve night, right? So after Chinese New Year will be like 15 days celebration. So what we are doing is like uh, we're going to each family's home. Like uh, maybe today I'm going to my sister's home. Everybody gathering sister's home. And the second day, maybe everybody gathering in-laws home. So we'll celebrate again and eat dinner, eat meal again. So actually the 15, 15 days, be careful, watch your weight. <laughs> <laughs> you're feasting every day yes you're feasting every day and you can't and, say no right if you're oh, you, in or no. your you, aunt, you, no. you have yeah. to eat everything right yeah you have to eat everything <laughs> and also actually chinese children's are really really enjoy chinese new year's first reason is because they have like a one month off they will be mm-hmm. so happy about that second also it is time of the red envelope season we call it hongbao so red envelopes is like a red packets, paper packets. You will put money in it. And every kid, yeah, you'll oh. also have that. So every kid's going to say Happy New Year to each of the adults. And then they have to give you red envelopes. <laughs> With yeah. money inside. Wow. <laughs> money inside. So like this, part is kinda, with this part <laughs> is kind of like a Christmas. So Christmas, uh-huh. all the kids receive a lot of gifts. And in China, kids receive a lot of gifts, but it, the gift is like a money, actually money for them to just get whatever they want to get. So the kids really loves Chinese New Year. Mm. So for me, this year, the Chinese New Year Eve, I had a dinner with my Chinese friends because their family have like a three kids too. And also I have three kids. So we gathered together, had a dinner at a Chinese restaurant. And I also invite my in-laws and my husband's siblings um, for Chinese New Year meal in our home, yes, last like a yesterday. But because I'm not a good cook, I'm not very good at cook, so I made hot pot for everybody. So hot pot? Yes, we 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 oh, just nice. had a hot pot together. So hot pot is like a a dinner meal centered with like um boiling steam. broth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And served with the raw meats or seafood, vegetables, like mushrooms or like noodles or dumplings. So you are served by yourself to dip into the hot pot, boiling hot pot and eat. So for this part, like uh, for this part, it's good for me because I don't need to cook like so many dishes. That's true. And the second part is like good for others. Like may I may not sure like uh, what kind of food they like. So I just like uh, prepared like uh, 10 or 12 dishes for them and they can pick whatever they like to eat and they can serve themselves and uh, try to eat. So and also for the hot pot, we can make like in the center, have the center. You can have each one have different flavor. Like uh, we have um, tomato base 
or we have like a bone broth base or even like spicy base, spicy soup base. So whichever flavor you want, so you can just serve yourself. That sounds really delicious. So that's awesome. Yeah. And how did you celebrate yes. this year, Yinfeng? Yes, uh, it's a very interesting because it's talking about my many years ago when I was a kid. So the Chinese New Year Eve, yes, the kid is so exciting. I'm so excited not only because I can collect the Hongbao, the red envelope, the Another reason I like to hear the firecrackers is not because the sound, because of the firecracker, it's because in our tradition in uh, Taiwan, we can have a new clothes to wear the first day of the new year. So that means when uh, you hear the firecracker or the firework, then I'm so happy I run to get my new clothes, new shoes, new hat, new jacket, everything, even though new socks. So I'm so happy to wear the next day to visit the relatives, visit my moms, my dads, uh, the friend. And each year, as uh, uh, Tom Lawson mentioned, each day have a different activity. And we end off the Chinese London Festival. And like Taiwan, the second day of the new year, we call is Wei Niangjia. So I'm oh. not sure in, in China they have it or not. That too. Yeah. yeah, so that means that every married woman, only the, you cannot back to your, your, your mother's house. You only can back to the second day. So only the second day, then you can, my mom came back to her house with all the family. So I remember thinking about many years ago, this, the transportation is not very convenient. So my dad take my mom and we have four kids. So we have four siblings. So you can imagine six people carry the luggage and the gift. And then we by bus and then walk that's a walk to the village. So that is a long journey for that one. So that is, but however, I feel that is a very interesting. I still keep this traditional in my house right now. So for example, I give the uh, red envelope to my son. So yeah, uh, the Chinese New Year Eve. So I ask him to put this one under your pillow because mm -hmm. that will bring you a luck and then you can open this the next day. So it's interesting about that. And then I'm so happy that my son adopted and then still uh, love to enjoy these uh, holidays. Yeah, because he's a teenager now, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so you, you, it's always important, you know, like we always hope our, our children, um, you know, love our traditions and honor our traditions. And I think probably for you all, because you've um, come to the U.S. and I think, you know, it will be really, be really hard if they didn't want to adopt the Chinese traditions that, you know, you all grew up with. Um, so I think it's really great, Vivi, too, that you um, invited your in-laws and that they become a part of that celebration because it makes it really important for your kids, too, that, that it's being honored even by their American grandparents, right? That they have yes. that um, lifting up of that tradition. And that's one of the things that I think is important because then that tradition expands out into the world and somebody else honors and cares for and sees these traditions that you all have brought from China and Taiwan as really important and valuable. I mean, creating family, creating a family culture. Um, it's so important. I mean, and I think we all value that. We all value our families and you know, celebrating and hoping for good and positive things in the new year. 
So we're really kind of winding down. I didn't really imagine that this would be like so, so fast, but I do want to hear if each of you just tell me one or two things that you're doing in your classes right now um, to help your students understand the Chinese culture better. So for my class, I, I always started with the Chinese traditions. Like I would explain to them, like, what is Chinese New Year? And how do we celebrate it? And then I will also like trying to tell them about some part of the tradition, like what we are doing. We need to wear red or we need like a cling at first or something like that. And at last, I'm also will teach them about the Chinese year, Chinese New Year's greeting. And end with um, like the past years, I always um, teach them to make the origami of the year, the animals. And also we will like uh, try to learn calligraphy, write down Happy New Year in Chinese. And also like uh, teach them to uh, teach them to make the paper cut, traditional paper cutting, like uh, make maybe a bunny or maybe a Chinese characters with the Chinese traditional cutting. And they really enjoyed it. That's really neat. That's awesome. And how about you, Yin Feng? Yes, it's pretty much is the same, but uh, it depends because I teach the different level. So the different level, I have a different uh the introductions for that one. So, but however, I will go through the basic knowledge about that uh, Chinese New Year, and also the learn to sing the song about the Chinese New Year song, and the same thing do some of like uh, this one that uh the paper cutting, and also demonstrate how to write the Chinese uh calligraphy for the Chinese spring, the word of Chun. And uh, like a few, uh, two, I think so two years ago, uh, I have a student from Chinese 3, we making uh, Chinese dumpling together. It is uh. really very interesting and fun and delicious. Mm -hmm. So this year I will have the student the, uh, not only learn about the Chinese New Year, I also have them to make a complete uh, comparisons between Chinese New Year and Christmas because we have uh, some similarities that's how you celebrate your traditional holidays. So, and besides that, for the higher uh, level, I also let them to try to recite a song dynasty's poem of the Yuan Zhi, the first day of the Chinese New Year by Wan An Shi. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Lauren, what do you think? I think we're so lucky to have Vivian and Fang. <laughs> um, and I think the students are lucky to have them too. Um, I love that comparisons piece because like Pat said, it helps build that empathy. It helps to make a connection. Even if somebody's traditions are different from you, you can still understand um, that idea of wanting to gather with family and eat and celebrate together and look forward to to spring. Although I feel like spring is really far off <laughs> right now. <Yes. laughs> But it's great to hope think. for it. Yeah, <laughs> it is not as far as you think. But before we close, Vivi, one of the things that um, we talked about in the beginning is that you and Yin Fang and Jane all went out and with your daughter. Can you just give us some of the highlights of what your daughter loved about being out and celebrating with you three amazing women who are all teachers of Chinese, who all are just like super dedicated. She is she does not even know the power of the amazing women that she was with. But um, what do you think that she got out of that time with you? She's what, six years old now? She's six years old and she is also also learning Chinese. So she just loved to going out with my friends 
she she's like outgoing kids so like uh and she can speak chinese so that's another like opportunity to let her practice her chinese so she enjoyed she enjoyed so much even like uh most of times like our teacher trying to talk with each other because we we are all busy and hardly have time to like uh, gather together so we are using the the time trying to like uh trying to talk with everybody but I thought she would be really bored there, but she, after we come home, she said, "Mommy, I really had a had like great time with you guys, and I enjoy having Chinese food with all of you, and uh, enjoy to like hearing you guys are talk about your students and your Chinese class or something." And I think the highlight all the teacher are talk about is like um because we trying to order like each each one person trying to order one food. And uh, my daughter ordered latzi, which is like a spicy, crunchy chicken, and everybody loved it. And so they said, "Like, uh, that's the best dishes." And then we need to invite <laughs> Hannah all the time to let her choose the dishes. <laughs> you really did like a uh, pick a really good meal, good dish. Yeah, Aww, that's, oh, really that's great. awesome. That's awesome. And was your son happy, Yin Fang, when he got his um, red envelope this year? Yes, and the same thing. I just want to refer that uh, uh, Hannah's that uh, she is really very cute. I enjoy that. So, I I also after we eat, I also take one out for my son. So my son tried it and said, "Wow, it's so um, delicious!" So uh, <laughs> last Friday we have the basketball game over there, so we went there twice again. So <laughs> we ordered the same thing and then take out another in the box home. So my son, um, because he's a school activity. Uh, he stopped to learning because when he was uh, three years, he went to the Chinese school, and unfortunately, that his school didn't provide Chinese course, so he cannot continue. But however, he learned other language like Spanish and French. And even though he is not continue, but I continue to speak Mandarin to him, so he kind of can understand, but very difficult to speak. But I was surprising sometimes when he have a friend. And he want to say something secret with me, so he speak Chinese. So, uh-huh. that's handy so I said, "Yeah, that's it." It's so there. next, yeah. So next week we will have another uh the lunch uh, gathering with all our local Chinese community people here. So he love to join, and also this time this year you can invite your girlfriend, right? Yeah, he uh-huh. already have a girlfriend, so. Uh, He's going to invite his uh, girlfriend and his friend to come to join us, and then um just just uh, let them. I want to let them know, even though the school didn't provide Chinese uh, uh, courses for you, but outside of the community, outside of school, they have a lot of the community can help you to getting understand about Chinese culture, or you can explore to learn about that. You don't need to adopt it, but you can understand. So. That's why we want to take this opportunity to uh, get me and the Vivian to talk about this Chinese New Year. And as we say that this year is the rabbit, so we will say wish you everyone good year for this rabbit. So we will say in Chinese is a Tunian Daqi Dali. So sometimes we will put your finger on the top Tunian Daqi Dali. So that is right. Uh, well, peace oh. to all of you. Thank you for joining us. For we do this every day. 
we are the World of Learning Institute. We are Vivi and we are Yinfeng and Pat and Lauren, and we are thankful that you listened in with us today. If you would like to explore Chinese language for your students, these are two of the finest teachers you could ever have. We hope you will call us to get some information. You can find our information at theworldoflearninginstitute.com. That's our webpage. Or you can email me at pmulroy. Talked about that at the top of the show. P-M-U-L-R-O-Y at World of Learning Institute. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having us. So 新年快乐! 新年快乐! 再见! <laughs> 再见!